who let the dogs out? So what? Who cares? Who let the dogs out? So what? Who cares? Who? 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 Thank you. Oh my god, that was okay. That was right. Little capper at the end. Yep. The dog is going crazy. We let the dog out. (laughs) We let the dog out. He is out of the bag. What is he doing? Is he about to have the zooms? Oh no, he's yep. He's playing with a wiffle ball. Oh my god, he's like a he's like a teenage boy. Yep. Playing with the fucking wiffle ball. Oh my god, he really is. Look at him like hopping around. Oh, he can't find it. It's underneath you, buddy. Oh my god, his fucking <laughs> eyes are so bulgy and flat against his face. He has no idea it's even in front of him. Anyways, guys, this is uh, the pet a, episode. The pet episode. <laughs> we went out for animals. We got so many pet stories. We're like, we'll do that, and then we can do wild animals another time. Yep, maybe if I pick up Archie, he can give us a little intro. Oh, we'll yeah, see, see, oh, here, I'll oh, get him. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, buddy, come here. Come here. Godmother needs you. Yeah, get him up here. Get him up here. Get him snorting. Hi, buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Archie Hunkins. Yeah, if Archie is making sounds, we're not going to care this episode because this episode is for Archie. This episode is dedicated to Archie. This Sir episode, Archibald yeah, Hunkins. yeah, Farchy. Farchy, the worst, the worst fucking farts uh, I've ever smelled in a human being life. and in an animal. The, the worst thing I've ever smelled. Disgusting. By far. By far. Smells like a rotting body in a sewer it's nasty with maggots all over it oh my god my favorite murder cookies for elvis memorial fundraiser i can't it's so cute we just want to extend our our condolences to my favorite murder because elvis passed away this weekend yes for all you murderinos out there you'll know if you know you know eat a cookie for elvis yes well, that was a sad intro. Well, this is a pet episode, so we it might as well touch perfect. upon all yeah. the pets. Let's now let's do a memorabilia of all the pets that have passed away. Willow Mackenzie, two thousand six to two thousand sixteen. I don't even know the years I had my pets. I had you don't. I had no God no. I don't know how what year I had them and what oh, year they died. No, I got Willow in two thousand five. Yeah, I don't have no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> I like oh, I had them for like ten years. We could do like a. I will remember you. Harry Potter. Will you remember me? Kenai. Anderson Cooper. Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) Bully. Kita. The Kita was my Rottweiler. We had her like when I was a baby and then until I was 13. That was sad. We also had uh, Sadie. Sadie will get brought up in today's episode. And uh, I had Bixie, and Bixie either is dead or alive, and will get brought up today. <laughs> oh, let's just, I got some things we got to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so first of all, future episodes. Yes. Ideas, just because we want to throw it out there. Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday, New Year's. Kwanzaa. Um, crazy sibling stories. Mm, and just yes. family stories in general, because we can save those up. But if you're listening, crazy sibling stories. Yep. Um, we want to do another work stories and coworkers. So yeah. if there was like a, a Karen great idea. that came in or your boss was creepy as hell, send did it you, in. Did you work at Market Basket? Did something happen at Market Basket when you worked there or any other grocery store? Because we want to know. We do want to know. I had a little bit of a stalker at Suds. Did it wasn't you? a stalker as much as he was a harasser. There were some weird people that came in at Suds. Okay. And he sounded like this. Not, oh, not Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Not Darth Vader. But the okay. other one. Anyways, also last week's episode, 
Billy, our friend Billy, who does Hartman pressure washing. Yes. His great grandfather was Scratch Toland. His mom texted me and she was like, my grandfather was the one who answered the UFO he call. Was, he was the dispatcher. Yeah, he was yes. the dispatcher. In the Exeter incident. Yeah, look at that. I, I don't even know how I didn't know that. Like her maiden name is Toland. I love it. She's like, didn't you know? I was like, I kind of forgot. I've known you my whole life. Okay, and that's all I want to talk about in the beginning. That's amazing. And uh, ski stories, snow stories, uh, winter stories. Mm -hmm. We want some of those because we all know that's coming. Yes. So should we get started on our fucked up facts? Yeah. Okay, so here's my fucked up fact if you'd like me to go first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Snails are cute. Okay. That's my fucked up fact. Snails are cute. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think that's a biased opinion. They're also super kinky. Oh, okay. Okay, then and, if you're doing that, I'm going to pick... I know, I know, I know, okay, okay. And they like to stab each other with love darts during sex. You may be asking yourself, what the hell's a love dart? Can I do that? Sure. Anyone can. These love darts are pointy calcium structures that remain attached to the shooter and bind the two slimy lovers together. As you might expect, shooting pointy things as foreplay can be dangerous, and these love darts often pierce the internal organs of fornicating snails. Oh, interesting. Did you think my fact of fact was snails are cute? I didn't know where you were going with that. I was like, I don't know what is happening here. Okay, so I I don't know if you heard this story this okay. week, but a goldfish, a nine-pound goldfish, was found in a lake in South Carolina. Nine pounds. Yep. You know what's crazy though is fish. that they can get so fucking big. I've caught a goldfish before. Oh my god. <gasps> oh 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 oh. That thing is girthy. <laughs> girthy. This thing's fucking huge. Oh, I caught a goldfish while brook trout fishing up in New York because people will release them and they'll just grow. Yeah, they say that. That's I- a birth. That's a girthy birth. Girthy Bertha. It is it is a girthy one. I'm oh pretty sure God. they just threw it back in the lake. Yeah. I would. Despite it not being a native species in South Carolina, the giant was returned to the lake because it was not causing problems. Well, I don't know if they know that for sure because invasive species are bad, but let it live. Whatever. Who cares? So what? Who cares? It's okay. one fucking goldfish. Guinness World Records, though, has listed a two-pound fish, at goldfish, as being the largest one. So what? And this one was, what was it? Nine pounds? Like a, like a baby. Yeah, it was nine pounds. So the other one was two, but some other guy claims he caught a, a 20 pound one yep, in 2019. I don't believe that. But a Kentucky Department of Fish and Game said it was unlikely a butterfly. It was likely a butterfly koi, whatever. That's stupid. Well, that one kind of looks like a koi too. It does, but that's a li- That thing's freaking huge. We'll have to throw it like up my, for you. My neighbors have koi, and then I think Cal and Cheyenne are actually getting koi, but they have those big, long whiskers. Mm hmm. I also have another story about a goldfish. George. George? A 10-year-old goldfish had emergency surgery to remove a tumor from his head. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. The good news is George is now expected to live another 20 years. (laughs) Oh, shit. The surgery lasted 45 minutes. George was fully sedated and was made comfortable with painkillers. Oh, my God. Goldfish are those things. They do adapt to... Sorry, guys. Archie's Archie. he's throwing the ball down the stairs, and it went down all the flight of stairs because I have two slides of stairs in my room. Yeah, is yeah. Come on, bring the wiffle ball back up. Oh, I just want to mention something. Yeah, we failed to mention something during our last episode. What the monolith? Do you know about the monolith in Utah? There was a big silvery weird oh, structure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But somebody admitted to doing it. 
Really? And I'm so sad because I thought it was aliens. If anybody knows what we're talking about, go look it up. If you don't know, it's the weirdest thing. And I still like to think that it was some weird creature that did it, but it was an artist. And then it just disappeared. It was there and then it disappeared. Yeah, it was really weird when I saw that. I kind of forgot about that, honestly. Yeah, I just, it dawned on me after we posted last week's episode, I was like, oh shit, we never talked about the freaking monolith. Yeah. Wow. All right, pick your poison. And also, li- oh. there was a meteor sighting a couple towns over close to where the Exeter incident was. However, it was actually a flare with a parachute. Explain that one to me because I still think it's aliens. Okay, thank you. The day that our episode got released. Yeah. That was weird. Okay, are you ready? Do you want me to go first? Uh, Yep. Okay. Would you rather poop a pile of parasitic worms and eat one? (laughs) Or have vagina lips on your mouth? (sighs) I always hate this one. Dude, I could not. Vagina lips for your own lips. Eat one parasitic worm. I th- How big is a parasitic worm? Well, it depends on the type. Would you want liver flukes? Would you want I don't pinworms? Want any of Would them. you want tapeworms? I think okay. I'm okay. I'm gonna pick the worm only because <laughs> I, I think I am too. I will lose weight. Okay. Uh, with a tapeworm, and I'll look so petite. I'll keep it in me so for a petite. little while, and then I will go to the doctors I'll and I will it kill it me. off. Stop. Because there's no way I'm gonna have a vagina as my mouth. <laughs> no, no fucking way. No fucking way. <laughs> No way. You know, in Pen15, I always reference Pen15, but you know that one episode <laughs> at the end, at the very end, it's like the vaginas going, It is so weird. Why do they do that? I don't truly don't get that one. So yes, I will be eating a worm. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Can I prepare it in a certain way? Or do I just have to pick it up and eat it? It just says and eat one. So okay. I cannot wait to see what people think Toss it in your mouth. I'll just toss it up like I'm tossing in a piece of popcorn. All right, so our first few stories are stories that are of our own experiences with animals. Yes. They're just kind of funny. They're top-notch, basically. (laughs) I don't know if they're top-notch. I'd say. But first, we're going to talk about my beloved cat, Franco, James Franco. Um, I had Anderson Cooper before James Franco, and he was a beautiful black cat. He was in with me in college, and he got hit by a car. And uh, yeah, that was great. (laughs) <laughs> well, the, neighbor, the neighbors called me up and they were like, I think we have your cat. They put it in a box. My parents, my dad and my sisters like buried it for me. And then these kids like wrote like a really nice letter because their dog had just died. Like it was so cute. I think I still have it somewhere. Anyway, so when Anderson Cooper died, I was like, I need another long haired black cat. That's male. Like I was very specific. So it's all over Craigslist. And very I've had her specific. for six years now. So it was a while ago. So I'm looking for a male, you know, and this one lady's hitting me up and she's like 75 bucks. I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of money. 75 bucks for a cat? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I was fucking gypped. All right. So we show up. I'm with the twins and Andrew and Andrew was little because this was, he was old enough, but, but younger where, whatever. We show up to this like middle of nowhere, New Hampshire. The apartment is just like overrun with Siamese cats. And I'm like, oh my God, if she has a Siamese kitten, I'd rather have that. Like that's, but I was like, they were just everywhere. I'm like, maybe this is a Siamese cat. Like, I don't know. Maybe she was like, we had some weird interactions where I just didn't understand her genuinely. So, oh my God, the la- there's this lady sitting out on the porch of this rundown, like shithole apartment. She's in an oversized sweatshirt and I'm not sure if she was wearing underwear or not. Cause it was 
long enough where you couldn't tell if she was wearing anything underneath. Oh, Jesus Christ. And she's just like ripping her sig, no bra, nothing, like hair up, fucking mess. And I'm like, hi. I was like, I'm not sure if you're the one. Are you here for the cat? And like, yeah, I'm here for the little kitten. I'm so excited, you know, like really fucking excited. It took me forever to find another cat. She like goes in and brings out this tiny, tiny little kitten. Oh my God. She was so tiny. Well, at this point, I still thought it was a he. So I get in the car and I get and Andrew. I, I told the twins and Andrew to stay in the car. I was like, do not get out. This is sketchy as hell. So they get back in the car and Andrew's like, I shit you not. He goes, what the fuck was that? I was like, I don't know. We got to get the fuck out of here. Oh my God. So we get home, you know, my cat, he's so cute, you know, yeah. I haven't gotten fixed yet. It wasn't worried about it. You know, it's a guy cat. I haven't gotten the balls trapped. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't that worried about it. Then about a year or so, we noticed something moving in uh, Franco's tummy. Was it a worm? Was it a parasitic we worm? We weren't sure. I, that's what I was worried about at first. Well, yeah. I was really worried like something was seriously wrong with him. And uh, come to find out, we realized that she was pregnant. Oh, my God. And my dad hates cats. Hates them so much. Except for Franco is obsessed with my dad. He's Mike Spy. It's Mike Spy. I call her Mike Spy. She lingers around. Yep. She's always like watching me when I'm doing naughty things. Just kidding. I don't do (laughs) naughty things. (laughs) I can't. So it's Mike Spy anyways. She just like is obsessed with my dad and my dad hates cats. So I thought I was like going to get kicked out of my house. I'm like, my dad's done. This is it. Well, fine. We had the kittens. They were in my room. Yeah. They were in my room. They were so cute. Everybody loved them, you know? So I'm like, okay, we take care of the kittens. My, our, the Mackenzie's. My uncle. Yeah. Jason and Rose, they have one of our little kittens. Their cat looks like a big bobcat. But the litter came um, out completely mixed. There was no cats that were all black. Nothing at all. They were like so pretty. Their they were cat so is like leopardy, literally but a bobcat. Hair. It's crazy. And it acts like a bobcat, which makes me think that Franco got knocked up by a bobcat. I know, I know, I know. And then right, uh, right when she was about to get fixed, about a week before she was about to get fixed, I'm sitting on the couch downstairs, and I remember this perfectly. My mom's in the kitchen, and I'm just petting her. All <laughs> of a sudden, I feel that movement again, <laughs> and I said, I. I looked at Donna. I was like, dad's kicking me out. Like I'm kicked out of the house. I'm, I'm kicked out of the house. <laughs> and she's like, why? What's going on? I was like, I did something's something's it's not okay. Like it's not good right now. <laughs> she's like, what is going on? And like, she's trying to laugh. I'm like, she's pregnant again. Donna's like, you're <sighs> lying. You're Donna genuinely thought I was fucking with her. I was like, no, she is pregnant again. I just felt the kick. Like I just multiple kicks. It's oh. actually kind of creepy and weird coming from a uh, cat. Yeah, guy. that's weird. It's kind of a weird thing to look in general, but it's also like really cool to know. Yeah. And then my aunt <laughs> Jen got a cat out of that one. Nellie. She's tiny. She is Frank tiny. Frank a tiny kitty though. She's she has six petite. Cats. She she's six, very petite. Yeah. So maybe it was worms and kittens. She's petite. Aye, she's she's exactly a tiny what kitty. I wish I was. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, so she had a total of 11 kittens. Oh my God. But we bred um, our other dog too. And she had 11 puppies. So we were like, that's like a weird number. 11. 11. Oh my God. That's my number. Yeah, Stella had 11 puppies and she had a total of 11 too. Two pregnancies. Yeah. It James was Franco. great. It was so great. Do you want to hear about Humpy? I do want to hear about Humpy. This is the Humpy story. So my grandparents had this cat named Humperdink. We all called it Humpy. They had weird fucking cat names. I like the Humpadink. 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 Oh, Humpadink. Got to a point where Humpy was peeing 
everywhere. And then you just knew like that's the end. So my grandparents decide to go to the vet and get Humpy put down. And it's weird. Like I remember Humpy, but then Humpy was gone. Like it was, I was really young, but this happened when I was a kid and I didn't really know about it till later in life. But anyways, Humpy went down to the farm. Humpy went to the farm. Humpy died. And it was, I think it was winter time. So like my grandparents really wanted to do a burial at sea with Humpy. So they told the vet to freeze the cat. And if my uncles are listening and I'm getting this wrong, I'm really sorry, but I'm pretty sure this is how the story went. Wait, what? They told the vets, can you freeze the cat so that my son can take us out on his boat, my dad, in when it gets warmer and then we can dump Humpy overboard. So they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. So they. Why would you bring a cat out to sea? Like it was a meaningful cat, apparently, to my grandparents. Humpy was like a. Who puts a cat <laughs> at rest know. in water? My grandparents. My fucking like, grandfather. That would not be where a cat would want to be laid to rest. Well, like this is kind of morbid, but you know how my grandmother's. Oh, sense we're gonna of humor get more was. morbid in this episode. Yeah, it's gonna we get gotta, morbid. Thornton, after these next few stories, this, everything else is death. Our family's basically gonna be exposed during this story. <laughs> well, my grandma, this is Kaylee knows how my grandma is because she's Kaylee's great aunt, and Kaylee knows family to us. You know, you know how fucked up she is. But when she was like starting to like you know get really really sick she would always say to ryan just bring me on your boat and throw me overboard so i guess kind of that's what and ryan would always go oh no no i'm not doing that (laughs) she would like laugh about it yeah i know that's her humor so so it's not a big deal um but now it's springtime summertime well let's go to the vet and pick up humpy and let's do a burial at sea Okay, dad's getting the boat all ready. They're all getting ready to go out. I don't even know. Maybe it was a fishing trip and a burial at sea. Who knows? <laughs> they get the vacuum sealed bag and um, they go out on their trip. And um, now it's finally time to dump Humpy overboard. So they open the vacuum sealed bag and <sighs> it's not their cat. It's not Humpy. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> it's someone else's cat. <laughs> Stop. Wait. It's somebody else's cat. So that whole wait for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's not even Humpy. <laughs> so what happened to Humpy? I think my, I think. Um, he must have got put in the incinerator. He might have gotten put in. Might he's, have gotten. He's, he's in, he's in someone's <laughs> necklace right now. <laughs> and somebody Someone else's is cat is literally like either their bones are sitting at the bottom of the ocean or it got eaten by a whale and shit out or a shark i mean isn't that horrible that's why we're getting uh weird new animal species out there in the, in the ocean because <laughs> they're eating carcasses that don't belong in the ocean they still dumped the cat i can't i <laughs> can't bring it back i mean say, why not is, at that point we did all this <laughs> that is too much yeah I actually have a funny necklace story about a cat. Uh, it's not a cat. Is it ashes? Yes. Oh god. So I have this coworker. I used to love her. Name's Kathy. I don't know if she listens to this, but she worked at Dover High with me when I was a para. And Kathy had gotten this necklace, and I was—I think it was a necklace. I don't know, some piece of jewelry. It was a necklace. It was definitely a necklace. And I was like looking. I was like, oh, that's new. Like she's like, oh yeah, my friend gave it to me years ago, and it was like really pretty from afar. So then I was like, she's like, here, look at it. And she like took it off and handed it to me. And I'm looking at it. And I said, hey, Kathy. I said, uh, 
there's a paw print on this. <laughs> and she goes, I oh, I know, I know. I was like, I think this is thick enough to hold ashes. Oh, my God. And she looked at it and looked at it. It was like an oval little locket. Looked at it and she goes, yeah, this has got to be thrown out right now. This is fucking ashes or some shit like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So she was wearing this other lady. She like was just giving away jewelry and she took it because she thought it looked nice. And it was somebody's uh, animal ashes in there. <laughs> so that she was wearing that around. It was so funny when she realized it. Oh, oh my God. God. We were, I, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard. Speaking of ashes. I was like, you're you- literally wearing some <laughs> other person's <laughs> animal's ashes. Do you know how often when people dump their ashes, the ashes fly back in their mouth? Oh, I'm sure it happens a lot. Like, a like, lot. It, like, I mean, if you think about just throwing a piece of paper across the room, like, that's just going to float there. So ash is going to really... <laughs> right back like, in your I mouth. I feel like it's now he's so always light. In you. Now, you, now Grampy's always with you. Yeah, that's fucked up. There's, How about um, the girl that's on the Strange Addictions eating the ashes? Oh okay, my, we can't get into this oh today. We can't, we're way off topic. We're back to the pets. Okay, anyways, next story. Because I could talk about that all day. Um, So this next story is about my aunt Jen and I. Okay. My aunt's such a cat person and a dog person. But she like really, really wanted a new kitten. And my grandparents... Uh, live next to a dairy farm. They oh, shared the yeah. same pasture. Yep. We got the Belgian horses. I grew up a bit on my uh, grandparents' farm. They'd all towards all sorts of types of animals. We both grew up with the drafties. Yeah, the drafties. The draft horses. Yeah. So, um, Huspulas. So the dairy farm next door, they always had barn cats, you know, and Jen's like, mm. next litter I want like That's a how kitten. I got Oakley. Yeah. 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 A lot of cats come from that. So yeah. Jen wanted one. I'd rather do that any day than go to a pet store No, and I will never do it after this incident. All my cats were... Barn okay. cats. Okay, but this is a different situation. Oh, and I've seen some terrible barn cats with Cassidy's, like, being a horseback rider. <laughs> Horse love a cast 94. She said she wanted to go horseback riding around the other day. Anyways. Yeah, so, Jem, we couldn't capture the kitten. There was a new kit. There was a few new kits. We could not get it. So, we set up a trap, and then Mrs. Smith called up my aunt and was like, hey, the cat's in the trap. Come get it. So, we drive. Oh, my God. My aunt calls me up. She's like, we're going to get the cat. Let's go. Like, I was like her go-to. We go... To when the you, farm. When you say Mrs. Smith, you mean Virginia Slim, Mrs. Slim, Mrs. Smith, Virginia Slim. Yeah, Virginia yeah. Slim. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, you know exactly. What I, I know mean. exactly what you mean. Um, anyways, so we go to the farm, we get the kitten in the trap, and it's like screaming, <laughs> like terrifying, terrifying sounds. So we get into the side, and then my gr- my aunt's like, "I smell something, Kaylee. Like something doesn't smell good." And we have a uh-huh. towel over it. We get inside, we take the towel off. It's diarrhea everywhere. <laughs> Completely covers the entire cage oh in God. diarrhea. Oh it was absolutely God. disgusting. And at this point, my aunt's like, well, let's just let her out. Like, let her get used to the house. I'm like, I don't know about this situation. <laughs> it's going like, to shit this everywhere. This isn't good. And it's like not happy. So we let it out and we kind of like shut the doors. Then we couldn't get it back in. Then oh we're like, the, Jen's like, this is this cat's got to fucking go. It's got to go back to the farm. Like, oh I, this is not a situation I want to be in. Like, it was extremely aggressive anytime we got near it. Like so, a feral fucking cat. Yeah. Well, that's what barn cats are, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So... We go get a towel. We finally get this back into the trap. I think it was an older one than we had initially intended for. So it was like already kind of, it was still a kitten, but it was like past the age of being able to be relocated, I guess. And as Jen's like getting it back in this cage, like completely scratches up her arms. And yep, that's the story of how we'll never get a barn cat again. (laughs) 
Well, see, where I got Oakley, her mother, Mama, it's Ali, it's Allie's cat. Okay. Um, Allie sent in lots of stories. She, they like would feed her and like bring her inside, but she mostly lived in the barn. And then yeah. she would just pump out kittens left and right, and they yeah. just go and pick one up when you wanted one. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Speaking of ferals, just before I go on to the next thing, mm-hmm. do you know how Cal and Cheyenne got their cat? Yes, I do. I love that story. Tell Should that story. I? Okay, so yeah. I'll tell you. So their cat is practically a feral cat. Essentially, this is like a mashup of all of our fucking stories. Sorry, people, but this we, we got do have good some ones. stories we that have some good people ones. sent in that we've got a few off of Reddit too. That we yes. Like. So my brother and his now fiance and mother to my gorgeous nephew, uh, they were driving down to Massachusetts to pick up a parts truck because, as you know, Kaylee, they own a hauling trailer dealerships and they also do like a side truck you know if you you go he goes down south and picks up trucks he does all that so he was going down to mass to get a truck so he's got this big gooseneck trailer attached to the back of his truck and he's driving down he goes he picks up the i think it was like a chevy or something all taken apart and then he heads back up to new hampshire so they're driving down the highway and this lady is like trying to get his attention, like pull over, pull over. And my brother's like, oh, fuck, what did I do? Would they probably hit somebody? Like, yeah. what did I do? He pulls over. Trailer's coming on hitch. Yep. And the lady pulls out behind him and she goes, like six cats just jumped off, like little kittens just jumped off the back of your trailer. Oh my God, I didn't realize there was more than one. Yeah. They were living up inside of the truck. They were like freshly born kittens. Oh my God. I just thought it was the one. I didn't realize the others jumped out. Yep. And then what do you know? One kitten survives and they name it Lucky and yep. they nurse it with a bottle and it's still their cat to this day. I know. However, he is crazy. Like seriously, a feral cat like gave birth to the, <laughs> these cats inside of a truck. And um, But I like to call him Screeb. Why do you call him Screeb? Because he's just a fucking little Screeb. He's just a misbehaved little cat. Is he's, he? a, he's a Screeb. He's a cretin. This now goes into another cat story. Yes. We got a lot of cat stories. This is the story of Bixie the cat. And this is probably why I'm obsessed with trailer parks. <laughs> this might have added to the, the, the weird chaos. So when I was really little, this is like a first memory I have. I remember coming home from school one day and it was downpouring and we could hear little yip, yip, yip. So my dad goes out back with the flashlight and he finds this tiny little itty bitty black kitten. And almost like James Franco. It's almost Aww, like Franco. I love a black like cat. Like furry little black cat. Mm-hmm. Takes it inside. And there we go. We have a new cat. And my parents are like, what do you want to name it, Sage? And I said... Bixie. Mm-hmm. That's Bixie. B-I-X-I-E. <laughs> I was probably like four, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So we had, we had a short run with Bixie. Um, one memory I have of Bixie is my mom and I decided to go for a walk in the woods and she put Bixie inside of my hood, my gap, my purple gap sweatshirt hood. Oh my God, the classic gap sweatshirts. Yep. And we went for a hike in the woods with little Bixie the kitten in my hood. Bixie shit inside of my hood. Well, yeah. Who brings a cat and a walk and keeps it in a hood? Oh, I feel like we always did that. It was like behind my house. Like we, like oh, okay, a okay. trail behind my house. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, no. Okay, yeah, okay. We I didn't like, like take it hiking Mount Major. No, it was just like we were on a trail behind my house. No, no. My, Mount Washington would taking Bixie up the side. <laughs> Bixie shits in my hood. Now, my parents have very low tolerance for cats that shit anywhere. Yeah. Like if they don't learn, my dad will be like, we, we can't have this cat. We can't. Yeah, my mom. You, yeah. 
So one day Bixie disappears and I never see her again. I had a few cats disappear, okay? And I, me too. Because, you know, you live in the country of outdoor cats. Yeah, yeah. You know, it happens. Um, Bixie disappears one day and I'm kind of too young to really realize that like, oh, he just, she just ran away. I don't even know if it was a he or she, to be honest with you. It's kind of non-binary in my eyes. One day my dad takes me to the movies and honestly, I want to say we saw Flubber or something. It doesn't matter. But he was like, let's take a drive through the Raymond trailer park. And I was like, okay. I was really young when this happened, but I remember it. And we're driving and we see this black cat. My dad goes, oh, that's probably Bixie. And I was like, dad, Bixie ran away. That's not Bixie. Never thought of it again until I was in seventh grade and we're coming home from Johnson's Dairy Bar. And my dad's telling my, my she's my now stepmom, but at the time she there was like a year into their relationship. He's like, yeah, did I ever tell you about Sage's cat, Bixie? And she's like, no. And I take my iPod Nano headphones out to listen. And he goes, Kelly made me drop the cat off at the trailer park. Oh my God, stop. At the Raymond trailer park. <laughs> so I kept driving you through. He said that my mom, which my mom debates this, this, so I don't know who pulled the trigger to say, drop her at the trailer park because somebody will take the mm-hmm, cat. Mm-hmm, somebody will take mm-hmm. the cat. Absolutely. I'm like, dad, what? What? He's like, you didn't know? And we're like driving and now I'm crying and I should have not even oh had God. such an emotional response. But like my parents dropped my cat off at the Raymond trailer park. And that is one of my favorite trailer parks to drive through to this day. And I am convinced that Bixie has offspring at the Raymond trailer park. And that's probably, probably why I'm drawn to it. Maybe. And um, I don't know which parent decided to do it, but either way, you're both assholes. Thank you. <laughs> And that's the Bixie the Cat story. Now we're getting into uh, some sad, unexpected deaths. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah. All right. So first up, we'll go with my most traumatic experiences in life. Yeah, seriously. So Donna, my sweet, beloved mother. Mm -hmm. You know her. Yeah, you heard her. You've heard her on the pod before. Twice now. Yeah. Um, She always dreamed of having a Yorkie. Her grandmother always had Yorkies and she always wanted a Yorkie and we always had uh, Roddy's and then so when we had our Roddy's she's like finally I want to get a Yorkie. So she gets her first Yorkie, Brutus. Everybody wanted a Yorkie. At yeah. One oh point. yeah, Donna. I, I think did. she would still have a Yorkie if it wasn't for if it wasn't for these situations. <laughs> so her first one was Brutus. We were up at the Greenland Central School playground one day playing out doing our thing and uh up walks uh, another dog, a golden retriever. And now golden retrievers are the nicest dogs. And I know, ge- this was so genuinely sweet. an accident. It genuinely was. But he came up and grabbed little Brutus by the back of his neck. Awful. And just like a mother would do, but he didn't know how to do that. And he uh, broke Brutus's neck, right? The Greenland School Playground right in front of all the kids. It was great. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Trauma. Yeah. I remember, like, them getting to, my dad was a cop at the time, like, getting in the cop car and, like, driving to, like, the vet. The next one, though, this one really is something that still is vivid in my brain to this day. Oh, God. Little Chloe, Chloe. Little baby Chloe. Chloe was the tiniest Yorkie I ever did see. She was a little teacup. Donna's dream was Chloe. Donna had four girls, never decided to name one Chloe, but always wanted to. I don't know why she didn't. So she got herself a little Chloe. Your name is kind of Chloe. Kaylee, Chloe, Cassidy, Clara, Ellie. She, um, there's still time. I don't. It's not possible for Donna and I to have more children. Okay, it's let's okay. put it that way. I'll take it for her. 
I she's begging for grandchildren and none of us are ready for that. Okay. <laughs> um. So we were all out back and Jared was probably like my cousin. He was probably like four or five at the time. The twins were real little. The twins were like toddlers and we were sitting on a blanket out back. Well, here's where it gets weird okay. because I lied with what really happened and oh. only did a few years ago did I come out to the family the true story. So we're going to go with what I told first mm-hmm. and then I'll tell you what the truth was. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to tell the lie first. <laughs> Chloe loved to chase after soccer balls in our backyard all the time. Like we have a big, we live on the power this is, line. This is the lie. This is the lie. But this part is, this part is true. Tell me when the lie my, starts. I, the lie is starting right okay. now. Okay. But my lie was based off a of truth. Yes. Because I know, uh, yeah. how, you know how to manipulate. Don't I? Yeah. So Chloe used to love to run out back and chase after soccer balls, which were literally like three times the size of her. And she would like trip and fumble over. We're like, God, this dog's going to get injured. So Donna was downstairs doing a haircut in the salon. And I said that Chloe was chasing after a ball and tripped over it and flew. And like she had peed all over me. There was blood everywhere. I could tell her face. It was just a bad situation. I had to literally pick her up with all the little kids I was watching outside sitting on a picnic blanket. Run down the salon in the middle of a haircut with my mom. My mom calls my dad, you know, ambulance comes. And I just told her what had happened and just panicked. Wait, sorry. Made up a lie. An ambulance came? I mean, not an ambulance, a police cruiser. My dad was the cop. So she's like, oh my God. So my dad came running home in the police cruiser and picked up the dog to take him to the vet. Oh God. I was like, ambulance came? Oh my God. Wait. (laughs) First of all, that shit's expensive. So no. Um, I mean, it's also a dog. So a a little tiny Yorkie taking an ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) Take an ambulance for the Yorkie, the teacup. Oh my God. The fucking ambulance. To the Greenland vet. To the Greenland vet. Like... No, I'm just kidding. I think I'm it not was gonna lie. Vet. The vet in my town has like an ambulance. Oh, I'm sure they do. They have like a massive truck. You like never know when you're gonna get a full truck. mastiff, which is coming up, anyways. Oh, so, I tell my mom that like chasing after the ball. Da 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 da. So, years go by. Years, decades go by <laughs> before I reveal the truth. Truly, to my decades. And it only came out because my cousin Jared. Who was old enough to remember certain things. Mm-hmm. He said to me like one day, he's like, hey, remember that time I killed your dog? And I just remember being like, oh, my God. Like, yes. So the real story. Uh, now it's like this unspoken family secret. And everyone knows now. It. And it's like a joke. Like, Jared you killed didn't our dog. think he would have remembered it. I kind of like forgot about it. But, like it was always in the back of my head because I don't like lying at all. Mm-hmm. Like I just have a guilty. Con- I don't lie. So that's why I like manipulated the truth with the soccer ball. I'm like, whatever. Jared doesn't need to. My whole thought was I don't want to get Jared in trouble for killing our dog or injuring our dog at this point. I didn't know it was dead when I made up the story. OK, but it was bad. Oh, my God. It was so bad. I'm just like visioning in the salon. The salon's still the same color. OK, so what was, what was the truth? What was the truth? OK. What was the truth? We were out back on the She's sitting on the flashback. picnic blanket, oh. and Jared had a metal bat in his hand, oh. and he was literally just standing there, swinging it like around him, you know, like tossing the bat back and forth, just like casually playing with it. And the dog just ran into it right as he was swinging, and oh. it like broke her nose. And since she was so little, it killed her. That was the outcome. So sad. But my like, story was still so believable. Accident. Yeah. You know, like, why? It's just a little white lie. No one's, if anything, I was betting the truth to make sure no one else, I was being, I didn't want Jared to get in trouble. You were protective. I'm protective of Jared. But he was just swinging it around and not not realizing that the dog was right there. No, the dog just happened to run by as he was swinging it in the right 
wrong direction and dead. Oh my god. Dead. Anyways, we went and got a bull mastiff after that. Oh, I've had one. Yep, we had uh, Sadie. She had lung cancer and she used to throw up all the time. Like just, it was bad. I don't even know how she got lung cancer. None of us even smoked. That's really fucked up. Okay. So our next ones are um, little funerals we've had for animals. (laughs) Yeah, kind of weird. It is weird. But. Princesses was the best. Princess was the best. Shout out to Andrea who listens to the pod. But this is the story of Princess. Princess was a fine little bird. A green little bird. She was beautiful. She was chill. She hung out with us. It was Andrea's bird. I actually found so many videos of her yesterday when I was looking for funeral footage. Yeah, there are none because we said we are not going to record this. <laughs> this was our first funeral. Our first. So we had a group message called the Spice Girls where like just like five of us were in the group back in the day. Spice Girls. Because, the Spice Girls. <clears throat> because I'm a spice. Yeah. And this is the message Andrea sends us. Guys, I woke up and Princess was dead. I'm so sad. I That's it. it. I Just, remember it. I remember it. it. So come to find out, January 5th, and then I think it was like a few days later, yep. we were all hanging out with her. And so she had mentioned to us that because it was winter, she couldn't bury little princess. Mm-hmm. So her and her now fiance decided to put princess in the freezer. And Sage and I and our other friends that were there could not resist the urge to see Princess in this said freezer. Yes, we requested to see the body. It was literally just like her in a bin and... In a shoebox lid. Yeah, and, and the only other thing in the fridge was was ice. And then, so we're sitting there and we're sitting there and all of a sudden we're like, this isn't right. Like, no. we aren't doing Princess any justice here. We have to have a funeral. We hung with her for so long. Yeah, like she <clears throat> was so cool. So at this point, we're all like, all right, we're going to like get kind of dressed up Andrea had a bunch of fur coats yeah so put on fur coats um I wrote a eulogy I wrote a, I wrote a poem you wrote a poem um I think I still have it uh one of our other friends Megan she wrote uh, a song yep and then I think Andrea had like the final words or whatever we did not record any of it so nope. we're, we all sit out here in this <laughs> circle yep and we had this lovely lovely funeral for princess yes and then we put her on a shovel and we hucked her in the woods, and what do you know? We heard, <laughs> and she hit the solid ground she just hard. Hit the fucking icy snow <laughs> layer in the woods. It was so bad. We're like, well, something's gonna come along and grab and, that. Yeah, and that's the way so it should maybe go. Maybe it should have been circle. left in the fridge and for. <laughs> I'm trying to find. I don't know. Do you leave it? Okay. Would you rather leave your dead bird in the fridge or throw it out in the hard ground? I would definitely. Throw it and let an yeah, animal I think eat that, it. I think that was the best decision we could Honestly, name. it had to. <laughs> okay, so our final funeral of the evening is dedicated to the raccoons that we found over quarantine. Yes, we'll put Should a picture we, of them. Can we call it quarantine? We can call It was quarantine. These were local celebs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. They were on WOKKL. Yes. Yes, like the There's local radio station posted a story about them. Like, we both got interviewed for it. That's because Kira wrote the story and she might kind of know. We might, <laughs> you know, we Kira. might know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so, one day, Kaylee and I are taking a... Wait, wait a second. Oh, wait. First of all, I love raccoons. Oh, she loves raccoons. I love raccoons. They're the wild animal that I find so cute with their little hands. So, when I heard there were baby raccoons, we were, like, on a mission yep. to find the baby raccoons. Because your friends live in the neighborhood yep. and had spotted them prior to us spotting them 
So Kaylee and I were taking a little drive through this neighborhood. It was probably summertime, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was the beginning of quarantine, I yep. want to say. Yep. I think it was like right after the big, you, we had come out of the big quarantine. Mm-hmm. Right it was like right when people summer. started hanging out kind of again. Yeah. So we are driving and all of a sudden I go, oh my God. And we see these two tiny little oh my God, they baby so raccoons. Precious. So tiny, so little, so baby, so raccoon. Itty tiny bitty little doubles. So we have pictures, <laughs> so don't worry. And we're like, oh my God, this is so crazy. Like thinking about like, are they too young? Like where's the mother? Like something happened to the mother, right? Did Yeah. The mother they, got mother, hit. They never could. No, they never found out. They never happened. found the mother. She never came back. So Kaylee and I take all these pictures. We come back. We check on them. We basically get to know these little guys. We don't touch them or anything. No, we just, no. just like take pictures and just observe. Observe them. And I was a little, we were a little worried about them because they were so tiny. But our friend had called like Fish and Game and yep. they said, oh, they're old enough. They're fine. Questionable. But yeah, mm-hmm. we don't think they were at this time. And then what did we drive back the next day? I think so. The first time we saw them on the side of the road. They were just hanging out there and they were in the grass and we took the pictures. And then we like went back again. They had like kind of gone off. We went back again because I think someone had texted me and said they had seen them. Yep. So we drove down and they were on the railroad tracks. Yep. And we had grabbed our friend that lived over there and we were like, okay, now this is like, this is kind of scary. Like, let's try to like coax them off. Yeah. Get them off the railroad tracks. And, uh, then we had noticed like one of the legs were were injured. So we we're like, okay, let's get them in a bin and like try to take them somewhere because they're like too tiny and their legs were just yep. too bad. So, well, just one. So um, we named them what? I forget. Roscoe and Rascal? I don't even remember. I don't know. So we call up Marielle. I'm like, Marielle's got to be home right now. Let's call Marielle. I was like, Marielle, where are you right now? She was like, I'm just at home. Why? I'm like, <laughs> You got to bring up us a bin. These raccoons like are not like one's injured one's and she injured. knows me. She bought me raccoon slippers. She knows how much I love them. So I'm like, oh, it's just my dream to take one home and coddle them. To and them. if I didn't have Archie, it might have, it would have happened sooner than later. Anyways. <laughs> so then by the time like Mariel had gotten there and she doesn't live very far away, they had kind of gone up the embankment over the side. And our other friend was like, you know what? They made it up like fishing game. Like we were all. Fishing game like wouldn't take them because they had too many. It was just too much going on during quarantine. I know. And it was kind of sad and depra- and like disappointing because they were too young. They were they way were, too young. I've never. It was it was terrible. But nobody would come out to meet no. them. So we just kind of ignore that, go back to the house. And then what? Like a few days later, we get a text. That one has passed away. Yeah. yeah. And it's on the side of the road. So we don't know if somebody hit it yeah. or what what could have happened. No idea. So they Ooh, decide- we put on the siren and we come down. We get the, the ambulance. <laughs> the ambulance. The Greenland ambulance. Um, <laughs> the so- vet ambulance. Volunteer fire department. That's what we have. <laughs> suit in our up, town. Uh, gloves suit up. and masks. Go down to the volunteer fire department. Um, sirens are blaring. So our friend was like, "We have to have like a funeral for it. Like this is just too sad." So we decide we're gonna have a raccoon funeral, which I'm like, "Perfect. We've done this before. Round two. Here we go. We'll be better at this." So yeah. we all start writing little pieces up for the raccoons, and yeah. there, this time there was a little bit more of us, and we had a different yeah. group. We were all dressed up. We all. I were had all just black. gotten a spray tan that week. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, we were all black, and our friend yep. got raccoon masks. <laughs> yep, masks. Like we wore masks on our face and our eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something. I didn't wear the mask. I had my raccoon slippers on, and we went through the neighborhood. We, yeah, we, we just. just did a little raccoon parade through the funeral. Yes, we decided that we did not, we weren't going to take the animal from the side of the road, but we wanted to go down and pay our respects to it. Yep. So we're going down, 
to say our goodbyes to the one raccoon. And we kind of were like, where's the other one? It's got to be close by. So we're like, let's kind of yeah. just do a search of the area and just like once again, check on it. Because they pretty much stayed in that rough they area did. the they entire did. time. By now, they already have an article written about them. Yes. Yes. By now. Yes. So we're go, we're go to the side of the road, we pay our respects, we all put a flower down, and then yep. we... We did. <laughs> I literally can't believe we did this. I'm dying. It's so funny. Ryan's parents were like, what? It's and weird. I blamed it's it on the neighborhood kids, but they have no what? idea it was actually us that came up with it. It's You know what? Respect. And also, boredom during quarantine. It, nothing else to do. Literally. <laughs> there's, there's no excuse for Princess though. That was just straight respect. That wasn't quarantine. <laughs> that was years respect. ago. That was years ago. Um, so we go down, and there's like a bunch of people out. It's a nice day. And we look down the railroad tracks and there's like these girls down there and we're like yelling to them like, hey, have you seen the raccoon? Like the other raccoon, like way down the railroad tracks, way they down. They can't even hear us. They can't we're even hear us. So loud. And then there is a video, guys. We will not release a video. We'll <laughs> no, it's very Parts disturbing. of the video, maybe. But we're yelling down to them. The girl's like something about dead. And then one of our friends like, it's yeah, we know it's dead over on the side of the road. Like, that's why we're here. But have you seen the other one? And then we, like, really couldn't hear them, so we started getting closer. <laughs> and as we approach the girls, who were still probably, I mean, yards and yards away. Yeah, really far. They wouldn't even come close they to us. They wouldn't even come I close. Mean, of they course, were over they're not COVID. It. Yeah, that's true. COVID. But also, we'll like, we can't hear you. Yeah, we Speak can't hear up. you. We're trying to figure out the situation. Speak up. And as we're walking, and we only had this point had probably walked about five feet into the railroad track down all of a sudden, our friend screams. Ah! She stepped on the other raccoon. It was in the middle of the track. It was in the middle of the track, and it was dead. Literally, so, so we think something got to got both, of, both them. of them. But we only thought one was dead. It was great. Yep. And then we went back, rearranged our funeral, our wording, For and our everything plans, a little bit, yep. and uh, put two so rocks sad. in the fake box. And then we, we all dug it up, and we all buried it. And it we all read our eulogies. We all read our eulogies. Very nice. Respect. Respect. You know, who does that? Nobody. Nobody in the standing. What raccoon has? Is there ever been another raccoon funeral in the world? Probably not. Then that's oh maybe for people like a pet. Instagram ones, yeah. Okay, ready mm-hmm. for the first story from Alyssa. My junior year, my then girlfriend slash fiance and I split an apartment with a good friend who we shall call Joe. We ended up getting a dog who took it upon himself to make Joe's life a living hell. For whatever reason, about half the time Joe would reach down to pet our dog, he would roll over to have his belly scratched, and then he'd begin to urinate in Joe's face. (laughs) The worst was when our dog went into Joe's room while he was asleep and peed on his pillow just in time for Joe to roll over directly into it. Joe does not like our dog. I, I wouldn't think so, Joe. I wouldn't think so. Love. Next one. I have a Roomba, and I love it. I set it to clean at 7.30 a.m. every morning, so I never have to hear it go. I also choose 7.30 because I'm always out the door for work by then, and my dog has just been walked. One morning, apparently, the 7 a.m. walk was not enough, and my dog shit on the floor. (laughs) Then, like a good little robot, my Roomba took off. No. I came home to poo circles all over my carpet and a dead Roomba. (laughs) Silver lining. I bought the thing from Hamateur Schlemma. Shout out to Schlemma. Schlemmy. Schlemmy. Shlemmy, this is where you should go into business, Flem. Ham- Hammaker, If you know, Schlemmer. you know. Who have a no questions asked return policy. Sent it back, brown stuff and all, and I get a brand new one within a couple weeks. <gasps> oh, my Damn. God. Um, amazing. All right, you ready for this next mm-hmm, one? Mm-hmm. 
Many years ago, when I was around eight years old, I had a cute pet bunny rabbit. If anyone knows anything about bunny behavior, they like to dig and shred things, especially dirt, fabric, and paper. Well, it was a hot summer afternoon and I was lounging in front of the TV watching cartoons with my bunny. We were watching Bugs Bunny, of course. I started to doze off and noticed my rabbit started moving towards my leg and tugging at my pants. I thought it was cute and I left her alone. She had a knack for licking and scratching me, which made it feel like she was tickling me. It was a good sensation that put me even more at ease. (laughs) It's kind of a little weird, but okay. (laughs) I fell asleep for a few minutes until she bit my junk. (laughs) I whooped and I hollered and she ran back behind the couch in sheer terror. She was a good rabbit, one of the best pets I had ever had. It took some time to coax her out behind the couch, but one thing is for certain, she never, or should I say, I never let her bite my junk again. Never underestimate a cute bunny rabbit. Kaylee, I don't think you know something about me, but I have a scar on my leg from a rabbit. Do you? I do. I can find it right now. I had my rabbit that lived under my bed in college, Gella. A good friend of mine in middle school, Trevor Hardcourt, he had a rabbit that would just, it was like a dog, like a pet dog. It would hang around in his house and it was huge. It was bigger than Archie. And it it bit, it might be, my my leggings might not go up far enough, but I'll show you it another time. It bit my shin. Oh my God. He also had a kumquat tree at his house. Oh, nice. Good old kumquat. Kumquat, Martian soda. <laughs> so yes, they fucking bite and they hurt. Damn, they do hurt when they die. I bled. That thing did not heal for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. My here you f- go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go again. My 55-pound dog ate an entire tray of pot brownies. No. We took them out of the oven and put them on the back of the stove to cool. We came back. Couldn't even have been an hour later. He had somehow jumped up on the counter and eaten the entire tray. Then, shortly afterwards, pooped all over the house. Every room, total runny diarrhea. My God. We took him to the vet and they said it probably wasn't enough chocolate to do any permanent damage, but that he'd probably have a tummy ache and might be skittish because of the pot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's true of the chocolate thing, though. I have heard that. Yeah. After the first day, when the diarrhea went away, he actually seemed like he was having a good time. (laughs) Yeah, because he was fucking high, despite the fact that he totally looked and (laughs) did I. Yep. Yep. So funny. On another occasion, I was bringing in groceries, and I set a six-pound bag of dog food on the counter and went back for the rest of the groceries. I got talking to the neighbor, and in 10 minutes unsupervised, he finished the entire six-pound bag of dog food. Oh, my God. Fun fact, the goldfish was bigger. It was bigger than the bag (laughs) of dog food. You could see it in his belly. You could see the regret in his eyes. He pooped seven (sighs) times the next day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, the last story... I have two Malamutes and a wolf who roam around on about six acres. One day they got out and went missing for two days. I was so sad. On the morning of the third day, I heard one of my dogs crying off in the distance when I went out on the porch to let my cat in. I took my car out to where I heard them crying and they were being loaded up by animal control on a farm. Together, they killed a llama, (laughs) two goats, three chickens, and... A magic magic bunny? bunny? The bunny was owned by a little girl with leukemia. In order to keep them, I had to pay $6,200 in damages. Oh, my God. And the dogs are still 
A level four. They're registered registered <laughs> sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are still a level four in the area. That was maybe four years ago. A level they're, four. They're sex offenders. Animal offenders. Um, wow, that's our. I have episode. a few. Thi- no, I have oh. a few things I wanted to add. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a few people inbox us little messages, so oh, yes. I'm just trying to pull them up. I know Donna commented. Hold on, I'll pull up Donna's comment. She's so funny when she comments on like the page, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, speaking of which, sitting next to her, Archie. I saved Archie from drowning this summer. Oh my god, that was that was actually pretty legitimate. That's a true story. So Donna commented. Probably the craziest was when our Roddy threw up big time in our bathroom, like massive amount. By the time I went and got cleaner and paper towels, it was gone in like seconds. The dog ate it all. And she said the room was like disgusting. (laughs) And then there was another one here. The first time I ever drank, I went a little overboard with Jack Daniels at my boyfriend's house in high school. I was 16. We decided to order Papa John's pizza in hopes the carbs would soak up the alcohol and I could sober up before his mom got home from work. Makes sense. Yep. Instead, I barfed it all up on their couch and their Boston Terrier named Rosie (laughs) promptly jumped up and started gobbling it up. My mom came to pick me up and we told her I had a stomach bug. Oh, my God. This one made me laugh. It's not really a pet, but it's just a funny story. This is from a guy. I have to say it's from a guy because it just makes more sense. Yes. There was this one time that a hummingbird decided to drink my pee while peeing off the deck. (laughs) This literally is happening to the guy within like the last year. No. He goes, I mean, I have had squirrels run into my boots and other things, but that was likely the weirdest animal interaction I've ever had. It was like R. Kelly and a hummingbird had a baby. Stop it. Stop (laughs) it. Stop it. I just saw that response right now. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so good. Oh, we got to do our questionable questions. Yes, let's do it. If you were a real... Oh, it's time for questionable questions. (laughs) Sorry, we got to intro that. If you were a reality show star... What part of your routine would you not want filmed and why? This is so weird because it's similar to my question. Oh, my God. Okay. If I was there, what, what would I not want filmed? Yeah. Me waking up out of bed. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously not showering any nudity, but like. Oh, okay. You know how they're like in bed in like The Bachelor when they like wake up after like the one night, the first overnight. They're like, the cameras are like in their bedroom. I'm like, this is just weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't like want that. that in You're my right. bedroom. That's an invasion of privacy. I was going to say like when I go to town, like popping all the clogged pores on my face. Oh, well, that too. That, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> or sh- or my morning, my mm-hmm. morning diarrhea. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> my any IBS moment, I would not want that. Yeah, cheers to that. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Here's my question. Okay. What have you enjoyed reading the most about in tabloids or on celebrity gossip sites lately? Um, lately? Lately. lately. Like, what celeb gossip are you into right now? Honestly, like, I don't really pay attention to celebs. Okay. I can I can Okay. Okay. I know what. Okay. I want to know so badly, and I check in all the time, about what Gigi Hadid named her baby. I know. I want to know so badly. Other than that, I was going to say, like, Charlie D'Amelio and Dixie D'Amelio just being, like, little brats lately. Yeah, I was I was big into that. I was really... Oh, Britney Spears. Oh, Britney Spears, yeah. This Britney Spears stuff is really, really... Weird. Mm -hmm. I'm worried for her. She was the first CD I ever bought as a kid. I know. I don't know what's going on with that. Free Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney. I always try to Kardashians as much as I can't stand them. I I find myself needing to know. Oh, I'm invested. But in Britney Spears, I'm one hundred fully invested in her. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was also gonna say like um, for a while I was obsessed with the Kobe Bryant 
thing. Yeah. Like, that was yep. really like taking over my life at a yeah. in, in the beginning of the year for some reason. I don't know why. So that kind of fucked me up. But the other thing I was going to say was back like a couple years ago, this was in the tabloids a lot, but it wasn't a celebrity thing, but it wasn't okay, the tabloids. Okay, okay. The kids in California, like the 13, the yep. Turpin, Turpin yep. family. Mm-hmm. That was something I was like, yes. I got to get, I gotta so get gonna it all. It. Yeah, that was, that shit's mm-hmm. crazy. And Naya Rivera, I'm still kind of hooked on that I, too. Oh God, rest in peace. That, that. So weird. I think there's <sighs> so much more to it than we know. I don't know. It's so bizarre. How bizarre. I was just going to say that. Anyways. That's our episode. Send your stories to so what who cares pod at gmail.com. And DM us on Instagram at so what who cares pod. Yeah, we just did a Twitter, but I'm not really into it. And it doesn't really let us have a good name. That's it's, dumb. Okay, we're over it. Yeah, I'm over it, I guess. All right. So what? Who cares? We, we don't. don't. Okay, the poop sound. You look like a little Pomeranian with your little hat on right oh now. Oh, my God. Do I really? Yeah, you look like a little Pomeranian. Let me take a little picture. A little, take the picture and save it for later. Okay. Okay. I'll save it for later. Look at you, you little, you little, you little wallaby. <laughs> I love it. Willoughby wallaby. I got this Whoa. hat at Marshall's. A Pomeranian sat on you. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. I don't want to be a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. And then the other song is... Dominic the donkey. I freaking love that. I'm not going to lie. kind of love it. Get him a rinky. All right. My first fucked up fact is... Chingity chingy. It's Dominic the donkey. Chingity chingy. The Italian Christmas donkey. Yeah, 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 yeah